Morning, everyone. Welcome to worship here at Bamber Bridge Methodist. And uh, we welcome to lead our worship this morning the Reverend Paul Davis, who most of you, not perhaps all of you, know that is the uh, uh, district superintendent. That's correct, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, chair of. They're quite used to correcting me. It's quite. <laughs> Um, I was telling them about, Paul, about your incoming retirement in the summer of next year. I don't will this be the last service, do you think, that you lead with us? Uh, In this role? Yes, yeah. So I thought I'd take the opportunity on behalf of the church of thanking Paul uh, for his service, both in this circuit as superintendent and uh, and the district as chair of district. And we, we value everything you've done, Paul. Words... Don't seem enough. Um, any of you know Paul, know that he works extremely hard, uh, many hours. A lot of it is that unseen work that you probably don't get credit that you should get for. Uh, bears a lot of responsibility, and we thank you for enabling us and enabling all the churches in the district to do what they do. Thank you. I don't say who succeeded him. The other week I announced who was succeeding you, and I got... I got berated on my pronunciation of the Reverend Phil Goff. That's correct. It's not what I said the other week, though. Just one or two notices. Uh, There's some children activities at the back, which I see some of them have started. I'm not sure. Will you be giving them an intro into that, Kath? They they know what they're doing, yeah. Um, just a reminder, again, most of you know, we're taking the collection on the plate as you come in through the foyer, and that will be brought forward for thanks during the service. If you've not managed to do that, forgotten to do that, there will be a plate still there on your way out. Um, and just before I open in prayer, uh, Christine would like to have a word with you about our lunch on Thursday. Again, this next Thursday coming, we're going to be doing the light lunch that we did a couple of weeks ago, which will entail a soup and a sandwich. And I think most of you that came enjoyed what we did, just enough to put you on the till your tea. Now, I don't know how many of you are willing to want to come this time. If you could put your hands up, please, so I can give a bit of a count. Right, that's fine. Right, so that's going to be 12 o'clock as normal. So this next Thursday, and then there'll be the craft afterwards for those of you that want to stop. So yes, we do welcome you all, and especially if you've come today and perhaps only come on Remembrance Sunday, we very warmly welcome you, and uh, we open our service with just a moment of quiet and then a prayer. Let us pray. Dear Lord... Help us and others who have lost loved ones in the wars by helping us to remember them in the best possible way with honour, love and respect. Protect others who are risking their lives to keep us safe. And please support those who suffer from loss. Please allow us to honour those we have lost to war and help us to make sure that we do not repeat the same mistakes. Jesus says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. 
we come to commit ourselves to be peacemakers and peacekeepers wherever we can. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Lord be with you. Sisters and brothers, it is uh, really good to be with you and to come and share once again leading worship here at Bamber Bridge. It is a joy to be in this building, which has a very special place in my heart, uh, particularly over the work that we did. It's 20 years ago, uh, this coming weekend, that I came to visit the South Ribble Circuit, as it was then, having been matched at the, the matching process, which took place a little bit earlier. I had to come on a specific day because uh, you were laying the stone laying in the circuit at Trinity Gregson Lane. So I had to come a particular day. I came on a Friday uh, just to be here and to come and share with you then. I realised that 20 years ago, this coming summer, is when we actually pulled the two schools together for the first time uh, on the 1st of September 2002, which was my first day officially being in the, dis- in the circuit. So it's good to be in the South Ribble circuit again. I still think of myself being in the South Ribble circuit when I come here. Um, having been equally at the last time I was out leading worship, and that's what I usually tell people, last time I led worship I was at Midge Hall. Uh, and uh, that, of course, is in the Chorley and Leyland circuit now. Uh, but I led worship with them a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and next Sunday morning I'm leading worship at uh, Poultonley Fylde. Um, church, which is way up at the, up the coast, up to the north of our district. Uh, and I am doing, on this round of visiting those churches that have been particularly special to me over my period of time in the district. So I wanted to make certain I managed to make at least one Sunday morning with you. But we're hoping not to go too far, so I'm still going to be in Lancashire, so I still might be able to come back occasionally. But you never know. We like the candle because... It's always good to light candles, particularly uh, at times of darkness and sadness and reflection. Um, so it's always good to light it. But we light this candle, not to bring God's presence with us, because God is always with us, but to remind us that we're part of something bigger. This candle has the logo on it, so it reminds us we're not only just part of the, the Preston Ribble circuit, but we are part of the Lancashire district. Let's pray. Gracious God, we come into your presence. May we know a glimpse of the divine in our hearts and minds and lives. Come amongst us. Move amongst us now by your spirit. Amen. We've got a variety of hymns to sing this morning. You can see there's a long list of them. Part of that is to make certain we try and get our timing right around about 11 o'clock. We'll try to be as close to 11 as possible. But I'm reminded by those that I worked with in the military, it doesn't matter, Paul, if you're one minute either side of it. It's just as long as you do it. Um, And we'll try and be as close as possible. But I can't promise you it'll be bung on 11 o'clock. We'll do our best. So we're going to sing the first of our hymns. All my hope on God is found.
Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall not run and be, not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. God, our Heavenly Father, we come this morning to worship you. We come on this Remembrance Sunday with different thoughts, different emotions, different memories. But we come united in the spirit of the God of love, the God of justice, the God of peace. We bring you our praise for the way in which you sustain us and empower us in all the seasons of our lives. Through the good times, when everything is going well, and through the sad times when we feel at our most alone. Loving God, we thank you for all those who have made and still make sacrifices out of a longing to make the world a better place. We thank you for their bravery, their loyalty and their generosity. May we never forget them, but dedicate our lives to striving for a just and peaceful world. God of peace, forgive us when we have been part of something which turns people against each other, for fueling anger and harbouring vengeance, for not following your call to love one another. Inspire us never to give up on the hope that your life offers us and the courage to see past war and desolation and live from the day when it will be peace. Amen. Let's say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The children at the back and some other adults as well, and whoever wants to, are making um, little poppy spinners. And at the end, we're going to have something special um, during the last hymn. I'm hoping that with, with adults, you can go up to the balcony and we can spin them off, off the balcony and they can fall down. And there's a wreath to make as well and some colouring and bits of puzzles and things. So I think, I think uh, Desley and Kath look as though they're, they're doing the poppy spinners, so we can, we can have a go at that. <laughs> Anybody who wants to make a poppy spinner, please feel free. <laughs> but we're going to sing now. Um, we're going to sing together. Beauty for brokenness, hope for despair. Beauty for brokenness, hope for despair. Lord, in your suffering world.
going to hear two readings, uh, first from Micah and then from Matthew, both appropriate readings for this Remembrance Sunday. Thank you both. The first reading is taken from Micah, chapter 4 and verses 1 to 8. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills, and people will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples and will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Every man will sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. For the Lord Almighty has spoken. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods. We will walk in the name of the Lord, our God, forever and ever. In that day, declares the Lord, I will gather the lame. I will assemble the exiles and those I have brought to grief. I will make the lame a remnant, those driven away a strong nation. 
the Lord will rule over them in Mount Zion from that day and forever. As for you, O watchtower of the flock, O stronghold of the daughter of Zion, the former dominion will be restored to you. Kingship will come to the daughter of Jerusalem. Amen. The Gospel reading is taken from Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 to 12, entitled, The Beatitudes. Now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Thanks be to God for his word. we move ourselves towards that time of remembrance, along with the rest of our nations, I invite us to stand and sing, O God, our help in ages past.
just approaching a time for remembrance. Uh, I do need to remind you that you should have switched your phones off, but I know you'd have done that anyway. And I'm going to invite Tony to lead us into our time of remembrance. Let's remain standing. They shall not grow old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. We will. For your tomorrow, we gave our today. I'm going to invite you to be seated. We're going to sing 
um, be still and know that I am God as we reflect on our time of remembrance. I invite you to pray with me. Gracious God, may the words that I speak be not my words, but your words. And may the words that we hear be your word alone. Amen. I wonder how good you are at remembering. I struggle sometimes to remember things. But I can remember that when I was a child, my father, if he had something important to do, would always tie his handkerchief onto the steering wheel of the car to help him remember. I don't know how that worked, but that's what he did. But we do all sorts of things, don't we, to remember dates. We have calendars and wall planners to remind what we've got doing, all that's planning. Even my wonderful computer bounces up at 9 o'clock on the day to tell me what I'm doing tomorrow. That's a lot of use, isn't it, really? Won't it? But it comes in and says. But when we say remember, we, we, we often have to think not forwards, but backwards. I brought two things with me today that um, uh, are special to me for remembering backwards. Uh, This is a stone. I I picked it up at the beach at uh, St Bees in Cumbria, and I carried it all the way from St Bees to Robin Hood's Bay. When I walked in May 1999, the coast-to-coast path. I actually took two pebbles because I took one from one side and threw it in the water to the other side because that's what you're supposed to do. But I wanted to keep another one with me. So this is the one. And it sits on my uh, bookcase at home and it reminds me of what I've done. It reminds me of that very special time. 
And then I have this. This is the Bible. This is the Bible that I was given on the occasion of my ordination in 1984, on the 3rd of July, 1984. It reminds me of being called as a minister and the assurance of this is what God wanted me to do. It's on the 3rd of July, this coming year, the 38th anniversary of that ordination, that I'm actually going to have my uh, final service and farewell service in the district. Not quite certain yet where, but that will be on the 3rd of July just to remind me of those. And I'm sure if I were to go each round each of your homes, you would be other things that would remind you of your lives, that there are special mementos that bring back memories. As we see them, they are symbols of remembrance. This time of year, and particularly today, we have symbols of remembrance with our poppies. For throughout the world... The poppy is associated with the remembrance of those who've died in order that we might live in freedom. But sometimes we forget the reason of why that poppy became the symbol of remembrance and an integral part of the work of the Royal British Legion. Something which of celebrating an anniversary this year. Writer first made the connection between poppy and battlefield deaths way back in the Napoleonic Wars in the early part of the 19th century, remarking that fields that were barren before battle exploded with these blood-red flowers after the fighting had ended. Apparently it's one of those interesting things about the poppy, that often it only really grows and flourishes in, in soil that's been disturbed or uprooted. Their seeds can lay in the ground dormant for years and only grow when they ground has been disturbed. Flanders is that name for the whole of the western part of Belgium and saw some of the most bloodiest fighting of the First World War. There was complete devastation. Buildings, roads, trees, natural life just simply disappeared. Only one living thing survived. The poppy, flowering each year with the coming of the warm weather, And it brought life, hope, colour and reassurance to those who were still fighting. A very famous poem in Flanders Fields was written by a Canadian doctor, John McRae. He'd been a doctor for many years, seen service in South Africa. But it was impossible for him to get used to the screams, the blood of this most terrible devastation. And one death in particular affected him. It was a friend, Alex Helmer of Ottawa. He was killed by a shell burst early in May 1915. Buried later that day, as was often the case during the First World War, in the little cemetery outside the dressing station where McRae worked. He performed the funeral ceremony in the absence of a chaplain or padre. And the next day, sitting there, on the back of an ambulance, parked near his dressing station. He vented his anguish by composing a poem. He could see the wild poppies growing that spread up in the ditches in that part of Europe, and he spent 20 minutes writing 15 lines of a poem in a notebook. A young soldier was watching him and watched how he spent his time writing but looking across at the grave and looked around 
when he finished, he handed to this soldier the poem. And this soldier wrote later, the poem was an exact description of the scene in front of us both. He used the word blow in that line because the poppies actually were being blown that morning by a gentle wind. It never occurred to me at the time it would ever be published. So in Flanders Fields still remains one of those great poems. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow. Between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place. And in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amidst the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow. Loved and were loved. And now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from falling hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep. Though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. And the poppy became as popular symbol for soldiers who died in battle. It started off in New York City with a woman wearing a poppy in memory of those who died in the war, and then others copied it. In France, having learned about the poppy-wearing custom in the United States in 1920, a young woman sold handmade poppies to raise money for children in war-torn parts of France. And that spread throughout the world. The money raised from poppy sales helps provide aid for veterans in financial need and other important Legion programmes. I was listening to Radio Lancashire this morning. If you listen to and watch Songs of Praise, there's even more about it this afternoon, I understand. So when we wear our poppies, we're remembering those who died in the conflict of the First World War but also for those beyond, in the other conflicts. Tony read us the Kahima epitaph, which comes at the end of that time, which reminds those who fell in the Second World War. And we think of those who've died in conflicts still further. But remembering is a time for looking back. But I started with looking forwards. We remember the things from the past, but also remember the things for the future. When we wear our poppies, we remember the sacrifice of so many in the past. But we commit ourselves. (coughs) Excuse me. We commit ourselves to work for the peace in the future. And so another poem. The poppies are red, we wear for the dead. We will remember every November all who lay down their lives for children and wives, for freedom and peace, that fighting might cease. The poppies we wear remind us of where a red flower waves over dead soldiers' graves. to sing again 
This is one of the more modern hymns that we sing at this time. It's called By a Monument of Marble. Uh, and it's, if you suddenly think, what on earth is that tune? The tune is Scarlet Ribbons. So you'll know the tune as we sing this hymn. By a Monument of Marble. <laughs> to turn to our prayers of intercession. To pray today, I invite you to either think about the poppy that you're wearing or the one that we see on the screen. Um, Just picture it in your mind. First to look at those petals of the poppy. Father, the red of this petal is like the red of the blood 
shed by so many in the wars of the last century and since. We remember members of our own family who were directly involved in those wars. Some in the armed forces, some left behind. We remember injury, trauma, death, courage, fear, and lives changed forever. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Look at another part of that poppy. In doing so, we hold before God the violence and warfare of our own times, the simmering violence in our world today, the open hostilities, the threat of terrorism. We pray, Father, that you will give us politicians and military leaders equal to the huge tasks they face, wise in judgment, calm in spirit, makers of peace. Lord, in your mercy, the very heart of the poppy is the place where the seeds are kept ready for new life. Lord, take the seeds of peace which lie in the hearts of all your people everywhere and cast them generously over every continent and nation. Let those seeds germinate, grow and flourish. Beat our swords into plowshares, our spears into pruning hooks and our weapons of mass destruction into technologies for peace. Lord, in your mercy. If you think about the stem or the green leaf, remember green and growing hope, which comes from faith alone. Faith in a God for whom everything is possible, even in the darkest of hours. May hope guide our politics, our nation, our thinking, and our lives. May hope draw us ever nearer to that day when the world shall be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Lord, in your mercy. And today, Father, as we are gathering here, In a time of remembrance, we're conscious too of those times for people for whom this is a time of sadness, not only because of war, but because of the loss of loved ones. We think of those for whom this time is a time of anniversary, for those that we have loved and lost, for those we have known and have effects upon our lives. And in the moments of quietness now, in your own hearts you might want to remember those who are special to you, who are no longer with us. I mentioned the name of Colin Boothman, who died this week, and hold Elaine and all the family in our thoughts at this time. Hold those you know in this silence.
Lord, in your mercy. In your mercy, forgive our foolish ways. In your mercy, help us to listen before we fight. In your mercy, hold back the men of war. In your mercy, save the innocent. In your mercy, hear us. In Christ's name. Amen. Conscious as I've been leading worship over the last few weeks that uh, quite often the offering is taken up somewhere else or outside. Uh, But there's never that time when we've all brought it to the front to say a prayer. So I've always put in a prayer for us. So let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the giving and the gifts. We thank you for those financial gifts that are placed into a plate and those that are paid directly through bank transfer. And we thank you for all the gifts that you have given to us and pray that you will accept these our gifts, that they may be used to your praise and glory. Amen. We're going to sing our closing hymn, which is Longing for Light. And I think at this point, uh, I, I think some people are going to go up to the balcony and hopefully those spinners are going to come down upon us uh, as we sing this final hymn. The hymn is Longing for Light. round and watch the poppies come down there is a screen there which has the words on as well so you'll be able to sing the words and watch the poppies come down as well so after the fifth verse Longing for light we wait in darkness longing for truth we turn to you, make us your own, your holy people, light for the world to see. Christ, be your light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ, be your light, shine in your church, gather today. Oh, shit.
shine in our hearts and in our lives as we are gathered and as we go. And the blessing of God, Spirit, Son, and Father, be with you and remain with you always. Amen.